Hello. Hello. Hello, Darnisha. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Reconnect podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the event that we went on um, this past weekend, uh, along with some other things, but generally just kind of want to go over like what happened, how it was like how it was good, what you expected, how it felt, how it actually ended up being compared to your expectations. And, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, Z, I know you took some pictures on your, um, A little camera on your, yeah, your digital camera. Yeah. So th- basically what we did for the event was we went to Wakaiva Springs state park and we hiked about two miles into this trail and i found this oak tree hammock so it's like this shady spot in this big uh tall grass field and we set up all these blankets that i have i have all these like super patterned canvases that i got from my old neighbor who made quilts and had a bunch of extra fabric so it's a little difficult to picture if you ha- didn't see it so i can actually put up some pictures that oh, z yeah. has of yeah. it on the vi- podcast video um so that you guys can like see what it all looked like but we went hiking and it was pretty fun we um once we got there we set up like this big circle of all those canvas blankets and we set up a few hammocks we i brought can jam which is this like frisbee game where you you throw the frisbee into a slot and you try to smack it in the top it's it's pretty it's fun we we, so we played that we just kind of hung out and just yeah. like kind of talked and played some games, vibed and yeah, we played. Yeah, we had games too. So we had like Cards Against Humanity. We made sandwiches and then we ate cookies. And like a coloring at one point. Yeah, there was a l- there was some. Um, there was also if you want to like move close to the mic, yeah. like feel free, so bro. It, yeah, feel free. That'd be heard. Okay. People and need yeah, to hear. Yeah, you. yeah, we need to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um. Yeah, but um, we played some games. And we also played tag, which was fun. True. That was unexpected. We also climbed a tree for True. for a, a big group tree climbing photo. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. And um, <coughs> so, yeah, but I think that, I mean, I enjoy myself. It always feels good to just kind of like chillax and not have to feel the drain, the constant attention of your phone and be able to just kind of be in the moment with the people that you're with and uh, and be in the moment with whatever you're doing right in front of you. Yeah. So, um, Darnisha, what'd you think? Yeah, so at first I didn't know what to think of this, like, whole reconnection, like, event. I was mm-hmm. just, it just came in with, like, a blank, like, just free roaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but definitely, I would say it really got me, like, in tune. Like, I know it's, like, a silly thing to say. It's probably very, like, but it really did get me in tune with nature, like, mm-hmm. Um, at one point in the beginning, when we had to lock our phones away, it was kind of like a, oh, like, I don't know, like, three hours. I could do three hours. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But then I had some, like, withdrawals when people would be like, oh, what time is it? And I'm like, oh, snap. I snapped back into reality. And I'm just like, wow, I don't have my phone with me. That's insane. Right, right, right. <laughs> but then um, as time went by and, you know, we started walking, I really got to know people, talk to people, and that felt really good. And um, as soon as we were able to settle with, like, the blankets and everything, um, at one point... I was like gazing around because I did get on the hammock at one point and I was just watching everyone. And like at some point, I wasn't thinking about time. Like nothing was going in and out of my head. I wasn't stressed about school. I wasn't thinking about like a lot of the stresses that I've been going through. Like nothing. It was just a blank. And that's so rare and it felt so good. And I was just in tune with everyone. And like 
I don't know, this was just like a really, um, I've never personally been on a hike before, so for me to be able to check that off my list was just like a, a great accomplishment I made this year for sure. Sweet. Are yeah. you from Florida? Yeah, I'm from Orlando. Oh, sweet. Or Kissimmee. Kissimmee. I, I was raised in Kissimmee, but nice. born in Orlando. Well, you yeah. got to experience, because Florida, dude, Florida has some great forests and great nice parks. Nature. I do, great and I want, I've always wanted to visit, like, Nat like the nature part of Florida because mm -hmm. I grew I grew up around like like the suburban urban like areas so there was never much of like nature for me to like visit up until now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. That makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you like. I'm just so proud that you got out your comfort zone and decided to do that. You yeah. know, because I know a lot of um not to like bring like race into it, but like a lot of people be like, oh, you want to go on a hike? Like that's white people shit. I'm like. It's nature, dude. Like, we can all be in nature, Boy, like, right. you know? And it's really rare to see people like us who want to get out of their comfort zone because they have these stigmas and, like, oh, it's probably weird if I do it. And we were cracking jokes earlier about how, like, we probably look like a cult. And people <laughs> were like, oh, like, that's for, you know, those are weird kids that do that stuff. But it's like, no, yeah. man, it's for everybody. Like, yeah. everyone's welcome. It really is. I mean, like, I think that what you said about just, like, kind of forgetting about everything and, like, Rather than because um, it's very healing to kind of just be able to get present mm -hmm. because especially like this time in our lives, like the age we are, like we're so constantly fo like forced to what are you going to do with your life? What are you going to do with your life? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Who what are you are doing? You? Are you doing something that's Always good on, enough? Always like a time like, OK, I got to do this. I got to do this. Um, schedule. Right. I yeah. feel like Class. If for like if I spend like 15 minutes not doing anything with myself, it feels like a bad thing. But like when I was at like where we were like i i didn't think it was a bad thing to like not spend time to be like oh what what time is it like what's up like what's going on in the world like it felt good that's good yeah you're able to kind of like get present because yeah. i think that really like that's how we like combat this constant like kind of like hustle culture like fast moving you have to be doing something or you're doing something wrong like mm -hmm being present like okay yeah i am going to do those things i am going to work very hard because i want things out of my life and i want to create things and i want to do whatever you want to accomplish that you're passionate about and at the same time like when you're on a hike and you're hanging out with friends or whatever you're doing like you want to be doing that fully you don't want to be inhibited by all the other things that are also going on in your life that are just as important as what you're doing to decompress or to be in the moment but when you are doing those things for self-care or just for enjoyment of your life, because that is just as important as whatever work you're working on, it's important to reach that place that you were, which is like, okay, I'm not thinking about all those things. Like, I get to just actually relax. Because we need that. Like, constant stress is not good for the human body or oh, mind. Lord. And so, like, I think one of the things that phones has, like, one of the effects that phones has is it's, it's really good and a really great tool for working. And it's a great way to like get a lot of stuff done wherever you are. But the backside of that is that when you're just trying to live your life and relax, you have this like constant pull of like, I should be working, I should be using this. And especially mm -hmm. with like the cultural pressures of working, it's like, yeah, it kind of pulls you out of that relaxation moment or just the connection of others or just whatever you're doing. To yeah, I was talking it. about that with my mom because um, she sees me like working on like my photography and stuff. And she was reminding me like, it is okay to take a break. And I think we, we kind of rob ourselves from that and we feel guilty yep. for not wanting to do things and like, oh, I have a job to do, so I have to do it. But it's like, if you're burnt out, you're burnt out. You need that break in order to be recharged so you can go back 
until what you're doing refreshed and ready to go. But if you're always on go mode, like it's it's draining, and then the quality of your stuff is never good. Yeah, I think that someone mentioned that when they were at the club. Well, first I want to kind of set up why I'm saying this. Actually, what you'll find when you take that time to rest, because you know we're culturally like you have to always be working. If you're not being productive, then you're gonna fall behind, and Mm -hmm. you're not gonna be good enough or whatever. But actually, you'll find that quality over quantity as far as work goes has a huge impact. So let's say you have to study for a test and the test is at 3 p.m. the next day and you can either like go to bed and sleep in a little bit and like get eight hours of sleep, Mm -hmm. but have like two hours to study or you could get four hours of sleep and then have like how I can't do mental math, but like (laughs) all extra four hours to study. But then you're going to be like tired the whole time, barely yep. retaining. Like, qual- yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're actually going to perform better if you take that time to rest, to prepare. Yeah. And um, I heard one girl say, because we did a little circle up at the end with everybody, kind of asked like, what would what you think? How did you feel with this event? And one, of <coughs> she said that she actually felt like she got a chance to rest and like she felt energized. Like um, w- normally when she would try to relax or hang out, like, or even just like use her phone, like even though she's constantly being entertained by these like dopamine releasing like videos and constant entertainment, she said it's actually it actually feels draining to have so much stuff be entertaining you constantly rather than like relaxing. And so like she said she actually got to gain some energy back. And so imagine like the toll that phones are taking on us I if know. all the time that we have them were being drained. And I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. You're giving all this attention and energy to something that's in your hand. Like you don't feel it because it's kind of unconscious, mm-hmm. but like you are giving your attention, your brain power, your like thinking to this device. Yeah. And when you just kind of let it exist, it gets to recharge. It, your you know brain gets to sleep a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes you actually do physically feel it because I remember um, one time I went to Donisha's and she was doing homework and she was saying like she was getting a headache because that blue light from the screens, it's like, it actually messes with you. And we can see, I think about that for like future generations because these iPad babies already have glasses and they're like four. And I'm like, your vision doesn't really improve as you get older. It kind of, you know, it gets worse. So if you're starting like off rip with glasses simply because you've been glued to blue light since like basically birth, then it's like, Mm. who knows? Like evolution wise, like how is your vision going to be as you get older, you know? Yeah, I wonder how that would affect it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, like everything is literally through like the computers, through the laptops, everything mm-hmm. is digital now. Like it's crazy because I remember like when I was like younger in elementary school, everything was paper based mm-hmm. and very much like my vision was 2020, like everything mm-hmm. was great. And then like we evolved now, I'm in college. It's so like digital, like I'm using my computer 24 yes. seven. Like it's really I bad to the notes point. Notes on my laptop. Yeah, People like are using iPads to jot down things. It's like it's crazy, and I'm not used to taking notes on my laptop. Like I still tend to like use my notebooks, and I don't see a lot of that. I go to my classes. Everyone is on the iPad, on the computer, mm-hmm. taking notes, typing, and I'm just like I can't. Like it's getting to the point where like I'm getting these physical headaches, and I ha- I'm gonna like have to force myself to use these like blue light like glasses. Right. It's Damn, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so you do wear the blue light glasses when you study and stuff, though? No, I I have to. I haven't gotten them yet. Okay, but I'm starting to like to that point getting to that point where i'm gonna have to because it got into a point where like i'm on my computer all day and i have to take like breaks Mm -hmm. and like i get these like headaches they're really bad (laughs) that's actually crazy i'll like pull her out of it and i'll be like hey you want a study break let's go get lunch like you know like yeah let's go for a walk or something i mean there was that one um 
I believe it was Amelia who was talking about, uh, uh, we were just on the way back from the hike and we walked together, so we mm-hmm. were talking, but she mentioned how she went to a summer camp, like two summers in a row, and you don't have your phone for like two months, and like they forced you to take it away, it's like two or three months, and um, she said that she actually, when she came back, she had to train her body again to be able to handle looking at a screen because she said that like it was so intense for her eyes because her eyes had gotten used to not looking at a screen for three months right and she would get headaches and she had to kind of like get her her like like eyes back yeah tolerance and if you think about it like the same thing like i don't know if you guys have ever like vaped or smoked like where where you if you did like where you are now with hitting it is much different than where you were at the beginning. Like that first hit mm. is like, oh fuck, like, <laughs> like you're dying. <laughs> no, exactly. That's the one. <laughs> and then you get to the point where you can, you know, people smoke a cigarette, a pack of cigarettes a day. Right. And so, like, it's not like it's better for your body. It's just your body has figured out how to survive through yeah. this thing that you're putting it through. Mm. So, I mean, I think that could be a similar thing that we're doing with phones. It's totally similar. Yeah. To a T. Like, yeah. Sometimes they're literally hand in hand. You have your phone and your Nick stick and you're just like off of both of them. And I'm like, man, I can't, I just can't imagine like being so addicted to your phone. And there were some people on the hike that, um, as Naisha's, Naisha, wow, <laughs> she's thinking of me. Um, Naisha's my stepsister. But anyway, uh, as Darnisha was saying, like you go through those withdrawals and I was, I would pick on some people during the hike and I'm like, oh, you going through withdrawals already? And it was like our first five steps in when we stopped at the bathroom. Really, and everybody yeah. was freaking out because really? I, I I threw them off and I said, "Hey, what time is it?" And everybody was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, "She's uh, like, I gotta watch." <laughs> yeah, and then and Leo was like, "I gotta watch," and I was like, "Your watch is digital," but I was like, "Oh, what? what I don't know how to read a watch." Oh, was I was like, a, "Man, was yeah. it a um, was it an Apple Watch?" It was like a Fitbit or something. Oh, I don't know. Okay. It wasn't an Apple Watch, which All I right. appreciated because well, yeah, no Apple Watch. That's just allowed. as bad. Yeah. yeah, like you're gonna be texting. I think I was talking about that with someone like. If you brought your Apple Watch, you're going to be texting on that thing. Yeah, Yeah. we were talking about it before when we were meeting up with everyone. Like, if you brought an Apple Watch, that is just as bad. Because you love to be like, well, I'm not on my phone. Mm -hmm. You are texting on that watch. Well, yeah. You can make a phone call on that watch. You can answer somebody on FaceTime. Like, Mm. it's just as bad. It's just just a phone on your wrist. Exactly. But, um, I mean, I I honestly, the the topic that I was planning on bringing to today's podcast um, was to talk about how, like, we don't, like, phones aren't bad, but to really unpack that, because, like, we are having these effects from phones, Mm -hmm. but, like, that doesn't mean that we, I literally don't, I don't want to get rid of phones, like, phones are, like, amazing tools. they're essential. They are essential, and we have to have them nowadays, Mm -hmm. and so I think there's also a level of, like, people assume from Reconnect that, oh, we hate phones, we hate people who use phones, and we were gonna we're gonna shame you if you like using your phone yeah, or if you totally want your it. phone, but no, like really that's not it. Like I struggle with using because I, I have to have an iPhone, and so like I there's a few things just I'm a like like I always this is fucked up, but like I always go pick like whenever I get in my car I like have I go to my phone which is bad because mm. like you don't want to be on your phone when you're driving, but like right. for music and then like I'll end up mm. like fucking texting and driving if I have my phone next yeah. to me, and that's not good and like. It's it's just like I and I've noticed like if I put it away like I have to put it in my bag to like stop myself from doing that because right. I can't like it's unconscious like I will pick go it to it and I yeah. will use it it's like, like temptation ex- yeah. exactly and it's like it's trained through muscle memory and through my like you know repetitions of like being my brain you know releasing those chemicals to use it or whatever yeah. and also just like 
we can't resist as humans like filling time with something for some reason. Oh like, yeah. yeah. We can't resist. And, and since we're no longer forced to just sit somewhere and do nothing or look at nothing, we just always take that, you mm-hmm. know, cause it's so much easier to pick that. It's like picking chocolate over, you know, like broccoli. Oh yeah. I just think about like with, you know, trying to fill in time, go to an average, go to a waiting room anywhere. You know, everyone's on their phone. Hundred percent. If, if class is about to start and we still got like four minutes instead of, Talking to your classmates, people will be on their phone. Hundred like, percent. It's it's a weird thing to use to fill up time, because it's like, in my brain, I think it's strange simply because we're all sitting in this room. Like, there's a bunch of people in this room. I'm quick to get on my phone when I'm alone, when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like with my friends and we're like gonna go out to dinner, and we're all like, okay, we have a, a ten minute wait, and everybody just whipped out their phone. I'm like, why? Are we, that's like weird to do. To, yeah. In my mind, like, that's when it's weird because you're in a space where there's nothing but people and you choose to just be on a device. I don't know. I find that like, which I feel like it goes back to like why reconnect is so important because it kind of like stems away from that. Like, Oh, taking my phone out when we're like at a, you know, table, a dinner table. Um, I feel like it would help a lot, especially like when you're forced with like no phones, you're just going to have to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. I know like with me, um, like when you were mentioning people going to class and everyone just has their phones out. Like for me personally, because I deal with like anxiety, social anxiety, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really bad. I feel like a lot of people can can relate to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, that's like the only comfort thing, like rather than talking to somebody. Because mm-hmm. and then it also goes back to like the pandemic and how like that also affected everything. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt like if more people were able to just put their phones away, like I felt. Like, the whole reconnect event, like, if I were to do it more and more and more, it's really going to get me out there and push me to, like, get away from that, com- like, from my comfort zone that I'll be able to, like, talk to people. And, yeah. like, because at one point, I remember um, when we were leaving and we went back in the car and we were able to get our phones again, I didn't even feel didn't motivated to. to, like, use it. It, it was like, okay, yeah. I'm just going to keep it to the side. There's nothing really for me to drain my energy and like my energy right now is at peace and it's so like positive like why would i want to shift that energy into mm-hmm. my phone so it was it was a really good i felt the exact same way yeah. like I, after I a day yeah. after an entire day of just meeting new people and hanging out and everybody was like having a good time like the last thing i wanted to do was get on that phone yeah. when i got back to the car yep same. i was like i'm not gonna i was like briefly like oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was there. like, like i know? looked at it and i was like i was like oh, damn no, my phone was here you know like <laughs> can't believe i have to use this thing again yeah. right and like. one of the people that i was like well i spent most of the trip with they were really big on like oh i need my phone i need my phone and i'm like what do you really need your phone for like and i think this goes back to one of our earlier topics like we we think we're missing out on things and we think yep. things are so important when they're not. And they're like, oh, but I texted my mom and I don't know if they said anything. Like, I don't know. And I was like, relax. Like, your mom is aware that you're going on this hike. You told your mom you're going on the hike. Okay, cool. But, you know, you think like, oh, someone's, you know, trying to check on me. So I need to be on my phone. And like, in reality, that's not the case because you go back to your phone three, four hours later and there's no notifications. Mm-hmm. No one texted you. You yeah. know, I think we're so used to this, like, feeling of constant certainty of like there like we have such a low stamina for uncertainty or like not like knowing where everything is and when everything's Mm -hmm. happening and where we're going to meet and where exactly we're going to be because like before phones there was a lot of that in in life there was a lot of like 
well, I'll see you when I see you or yeah. whatever. Like, oh, well, I'll see you then or maybe then or meet me here or whatever. Yeah. And then sometimes they wouldn't show up and then you run into them somewhere else. But it's like we have such a low stamina for that now because humans like certainty and we are, we've been able to cultivate such certainty constantly. Like, it's not like, hey, like, I'll see you at my house at six. It's like you text them when you're there and you're like, hey, I'm here. Can you open the door for me? It's mm-hmm. like, there's literally not to that level. There's no level of like knocking on the door, be like, who's that? Like, right. you know who's there, you know, you know when there. they're there and you know what, like, you know, you know, you know when they're on the way. Exactly. Yeah. So we have such a low stomach for that and people get used to it because it kind of like satisfies that ego that like needs to know like what's going on. And, um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons those girls were feeling that even though their mom literally knows that they're on the hike for oh, this yeah. span of time. Yeah. There's such a low stamina for that. That's something that I personally want to work on because I know, I feel like with Reconnect, it it's helping everyone in different ways. Like for, we do have some people in our group with social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I think with um, things like Reconnect, I feel like with social anxiety, it's like we're all, we're thinking that people are thinking of us in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And there's this constant, like, we think they're judging. But when you are in a space where you're usually seeing that it's okay yep. to just be, yep. then, you know, you start to adopt that. And you're like, okay. And I feel like with Reconnect events, it's kind of, like, helping people with that with that social anxiety. And then as far as the whole, like, building a stomach for uncertainty, that's something that I want to work on personally because yeah. I grew up in a military household. So it was very... Yeah, like the five. You need the five W's before you go out anywhere. You need to know. Like there was no, growing up, there was no room for there to be a maybe. Right. You know, and that was like not acceptable for Mm -hmm. me growing up. So it's like to be in a space where it's the same way. I have to learn to be okay with Mm -hmm. those maybes. Like it was simple things. Like you know, um, I'm really punctual. I'm really big with time. Mm -hmm. So I feel like by being in reconnect events, that will help me relax on time. But also, like, bring a watch. Also, bring a watch. Yeah. Like, I should invest in a damn watch. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's I'm, simple I'm things working like that. On, I'm working on reconnect watches, by the way. No, nice. oh, that would be so yeah. nice. Yeah. Like, some bands or something. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah. Yeah, but um, I know for me, like, with time, like, I remember I was bothering my friend because I was like, hey, what time are you coming? Like, Sean said 10.15, so you got to be here at 10.15. But then it's like, life happens, you know? Yep, life you, happens, You baby. sleep in a little longer. There's yep. traffic. There's something Literally came me. along Literally, the way. you know? Like, yeah. I was planning to be there super early. Sorry to <laughs> cut you off. But, like, I was planning to be there super early, like 30 minutes before everybody. And I planned to get way too little sleep. And my body just did not let me wake up to my alarm. And I woke up right at 10, which is, like, when we were supposed to be meeting. Be so yeah. I ended up being late. But, like you said, life happens. Just yeah, it, it and just it's does. like, you know, I mean, and my friend was like that, too. She was like, did you just rush me just for, like, I was like, look, I just was, I would rather just be on time. Like, I'm really big on time. And time is fake so you know i need to learn how to yep. not to be yeah. like time that's is a tool time it's a is it's a construct <laughs> like time is only real because we said it's real mm-hmm. so we use it to like organize things mm-hmm. yeah. and and also i realized on myself like when we were at the event i was measuring time it might sound weird but like through the sun okay like yeah, i could sure. tell like by the position of the sun i was like okay it's probably around like three four mm-hmm. and somebody was like oh it's three thirty four, and i was like boom look at that yeah i mean honestly I, it's probably a subconscious thing that we just realized yeah. with the level of light too yeah. because i kind of felt that like towards the e- i couldn't tell the specific time but like towards the end of the event it was like still really light out but it was like dimmer than it was if you are and i think your body just kind of formulates that especially since we're not constantly looking at a damn phone yeah like <laughs> <laughs> i'm imitating your mom by the way from the first episode it's like get off your damn phone that is literally it's how my mom the damn is. phone yeah, it's always that damn phone <laughs> but uh no but uh we probably just subconsciously kind of track that in our you know brain like uh our primate brain or whatever yeah, yeah. your natural instincts kick mm-hmm. in 
I feel like in environments like that too, like you don't realize you're I don't know, like we're we're humans, you know what I'm saying? So certain things we're just not meant to be on our phones or doing things like that. But it's like I think when we were in spaces like that, your natural self just kinda comes out, you mm-hmm. know? You got mm-hmm. us climbing trees, you got some of us like <laughs> yeah. wanting to just venture off and just walk. And yeah, a few sub- people went on a long hike. You know, they went yeah. on a longer hike and they, they knew where they were, yep. even with no phone, no GPS, no nothing. Yep. You know? I was also like fascinated with the little things we found on the trail, like like Bro, that dung beetle? Yeah, I was like... That was sick, that dude. Was, oh, my yeah. God. Okay, to fill everybody in, we saw <laughs> a little dung beetle pushing, like, this, this big... Giant um, rock. It was, like, a itself. seed. It was, like... And it was just, like, pushing it with its head, and it was rolling. It was just, it was literally, like, f- like maybe ten times the size of its of body. It. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. like, rolling it across the trail, and we all saw it. Like, yeah. you know, we weren't, like, walking we past on our phone. Yeah. We actually, like, we're looking around saw that. it. I was cracking a joke with my friend. I was like, look at this. We have no phone for entertainment, so we're finding entertainment in other <laughs> yeah. things. Like yeah. Watching so, nature became fun. Right. And how much more fulfilling and exciting is that? Like, we're actually, okay, we are re-mentioning a beetle that we saw pushing something. <laughs> Would you be re-mentioning and telling someone a story of some TikTok you watched? No. no. Like, maybe, but you watched 10,000, so you don't remember any of them. Exactly. So you don't even have something. I feel like it like had more value. Than like a TikTok. It's well, an actual experience. It's like an actual real life experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. means a lot more. Right. Like I'll probably be talking about this event for a while, especially because I've recorded little bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it too. I'm probably going to be talking about with a camcorder. With a camcorder. <laughs> uh, yeah. A vintage or die camcorder. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, th- it wasn't fully digital. So. Yeah. I think um, it was kind of funny. Like uh, I, I bring my phone turned off in the bottom of my backpack just for in case of emergencies. Mm-hmm. Like let's say someone gets bit by a rattlesnake, we need to call poison control or something like yeah. as soon as possible. Like I do bring it just for, but it doesn't bug me because it's turned off and I forget about it pretty much instantly. Yeah. But, um, but there was one guy who knew that I had turned one, um, turned it off and put it in my bag, and he was like, we had a guitar there, Dude, and he was he like, asked you he was like, tuner. yo, so yo, Sean, like do you have a tuner on your phone? And I was like, yeah, I do, but you're going to have to find someone that can tune it by ear. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was just like, n- like, nah, like if, if you break it, it's, it's done. Yeah. And like, it, it, it's going to, and also that's like, for me personally, I don't want to use it. I know the effect that it's going to have on mm-hmm. me. I, I, it's just going to steal my energy. And exactly. I, I want to, cause the other thing about reconnect events that are really important. And maybe you guys noticed this because at the meeting, it was a shorter period of time than the yeah. event. The event was actually longer. So, after you've been specifically been with a group of people off of your phone for an elongated period of time, you you build this momentum of connection that you don't build when you're hanging out with people with phones because you will be hanging out with people and then you'll give your energy somewhere else. And then you'll be hanging out with people and you'll be giving your, your energy to something else. So it's almost yeah. like you're stepping out of the room. Like it's, it's as if you're like hanging out with people and then every five minutes you just like leave and they just like literally leave all the people, just walk right. out and then come and then back. Come back. And then you come back. And yeah. it's like, oh, hey, it's like restarting the connection, mm-hmm. right? It's like kind of taking a break from it and then like restart. But you get to build that momentum of connection because you are doing nothing mm-hmm. but being connected with the people that you're with and not being pulled away. And so yeah. it creates a different level of being in tune with the people you're with. Like you mentioned, like yeah. you felt in tune with nature. You felt so in tune with the people you're with. Like 
that's not random. That's like not. that's because you were actually with the people that you're with. Like right. when you have your phone, you're not actually constantly with the people you're with. Yeah, because there's another presence. Going back to like the whole on your phone and then you're reconnecting back with the person again. Like someone can have like a conversation with someone and instantly your phone can buzz and like you're shifting to like a whole nother energy. Like it's so yep. weird. And then like when you try to get back to talking to that person, it like disconnects mm-hmm. versus like you reconnect. Like, sorry, what were you saying again? Yeah. Yeah. Like Versus when you're talking to someone with like, in like the reconnect event, for example, you just kind of go back to that same conversation. Like your energy has not disconnected whatsoever. Like you can go back instantly and and talk about the same thing that you talked about five seconds ago, but maybe even deeper. So like, yeah, it's it, it was a good. This is yeah. just so <laughs> validating for me because these are all the things. Dude, it's gotta feel good. Like yeah. I can't imagine like how this feels like. I, I remember, you know, catching little glimpses of, of you. Also, I have physical proof, photos and video. But, you know, like <laughs> when we when you hear people making these comments, like, man, this is really nice. Like, this is so chill. And like, oh, I forgot about my phone. Like, I can't imagine how it feels for you to have something that you've been trying to build on for so long. And if I feel like now it's like, not really now it's paying off, but like now you're you can see it in masses. Like it's turning a corner, yeah. The amount mm-hmm. of people that were there, because I remember some people were like, you know, when they heard that we were going on this hike, they're like, oh, like you're gonna, how many people were there? Like like five. There's, like, there was, was twenty like, people. Dude, there was like twenty yeah. people there, and they yeah. were they were wow. in shock. They're like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. A, we that's were a good. big group. We were yeah. deep. Like yeah. it was a it lot was of fun. us. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, I think that just to go on a tangent of like <clears throat> how it makes me feel to hear you say these things yeah. about how you felt connected with those um, that you were on the event with, like all these concepts that I'm talking to you guys about right now, like the concept of like leaving whenever you go on your phone and like coming back um, and like having that disconnect um, with the people that you're with. Like these are things I've been talking about for like years. And, um, and whenever I tell people, like I remember, and it's, it's really hard to like kind of open yourself up to like the ideas and then just have someone be like, what? It just makes you shut down. It's like really tough on that. And you're like, fuck, like, am I crazy? Right. And so, um, like, but I did, I've always kind of been saying these things, but the reason that it's hard for people to understand is because like, I am so fucking deep in this. (laughs) Like I think about this all the time and it's like all I do. Like I've been obsessed with this for like six years and like, so I'm just further ahead. And so the only way for me to really share that with people is to just show them and how I showed you guys with the event. And um, so it just feels really, really good to be able to have you guys experience what I just I was like, I fucking knew it like this yeah. whole time. Like no one is listening, but no like listening. I could tell I knew it. And then you guys came along and you decided to like jump into the unknown and go on some weird no phones hike. And mm-hmm. you're discovering the the amazing things of it. And like it's just it makes me really happy to know that you, like, you guys well, enjoy it. The moment I heard your idea about reconnect, like I kid you not, I was like finally like <laughs> finally oh. s- like somewhere where i could put my energy and just it's just gonna be pure like i don't know how to really put in yeah words, i mean pure like, makes sense yeah, yeah like it's not it's not gonna be like how would i put it like it's something like i can sp- invest my time in like this is something that mm. might actually like i might learn so much about not only myself but like other people like this is this is gonna be like one of the clubs that are like 
like consistent like i can like, yeah. i can talk about this for like days you know like yeah. when you say i could talk about this one event for like a whole, a whole week life. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Whoa. it's insane like when i when i literally said for that moment that that feeling was so rare where i wasn't thinking about anything was like i to this day like you can even see me like smiling yeah, about it. Like yeah. it literally <laughs> affected me so like yeah. good that i'm just like wow every time i think about it, about it like that feeling it's nice. Wow. So nice. <laughs> and with no no substances either. Because yeah. I think that's been another thing that uh, is is been tough on this generation. It's like, Ooh, yeah. since we have such difficulty connecting, a lot of the times what we have to do to connect is to drink or to smoke or to yeah. do something. Mm -hmm. Because then like that creates this extra level of bond that we just need because like... If you're drunk with someone, it's just inevitable that you guys are gonna be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. what's up? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like no one's gonna give a fuck. But also, your your energy is also being drained by alcohol, and you're giving your energy to something else, which is alcohol. So mm -hmm. like, and and I don't know about you guys, but like, if they if I ever went to a party in high school where there was no booze, it was like terror. It, it was a terrible, terrible place. No, it I, was ter I no everyone was like. Just standing the there awkwardly in nothing. the corner, like, like huggers. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> just and staring at each other. Like a middle school dance. Yeah. Like everyone's just split yep. down the middle and no one's like making an effort to mingle. Like yeah. and then and then if you're the and one that makes the, the effort to mingle, you're weird. Exactly. You're, you're everyone look, looks at you, you like, out. what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like what are you doing? Because everybody's so terrified themselves, they throw all that judgment they're putting on themselves onto you they for just it. trying to connect. Yeah. Mini anecdote with that. So we went to this party and um yeah. We walked in the room empty i'm talking like i said middle school <laughs> dance there was probably like six seven guys all bundled up in one Just corner standing there. and then our little group bundled up in another in another corner and i was like i don't like that and it's the same thing about you know i i go on and on about like people who need a substance to bond it it actually it kind of pisses me off i'm not gonna lie well, let's not make it wrong because it's not wrong. we know what whatever going helps you is what helps anxiety. you you know what i'm saying if that's what you, if you need that liquid courage as i like to call it then mm -hmm. so be it yeah. because mm -hmm. even with that you're still being yourself you know without you realizing like that is your authentic self you just thought that you needed that little extra thing mm -hmm. to right. you know exude Enhanced. that to other people yeah. But, you know, it just, for me, the only reason why it bothers me is because it makes me worried that, okay, if I met you in this setting, like, are you able to communicate with me just as effectively? Are you able to be right. just as bubbly? Right. Are you able to be right. fully yourself even without this? Or are you only like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I shouldn't have to feel as if I have to smoke with you. I right. have to get you to drink for you to right. be yourself around me. I want you to feel like that mm -hmm. naturally. And I'm really big on like, you know, like I'll I'll make jokes about like I'm on a natural high, you know, mm -hmm. or um, like when I was with my friend during the hike, like it was like it's it's fine to just not need anything. Yep. Does it help? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Does it enhance your experience? Sure. Nothing against but it. But when you use personal that, preference. Right. Like my different my thing is like, you know, there's a between using that to enhance your experiences versus using it to give you the experience. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so I I'm not really like. It, it bothers me. Like, when we were at that party, like, I had to be, you know, I walked over to go mingle with some people and talk to them and start dancing in the middle of the freaking floor when nobody was there. And it was, like, not acceptable. And everybody was looking at me kind of crazy. But after a while, like, It's like, what know, are we here to do? Are we yeah, here to yeah, fucking mingle. stand around? Or are we here to talk and dance? This and then is it's a like party. Like, when you try to talk and dance. The music is literally playing. What are we music doing? Music is bumping. Yeah. Why are it's we so not dancing? Why is no one singing? It's yeah. a party, you know? And, but and we can't we can't blame the people. We have to blame the course. environment that it's we're in. It's definitely yeah. the environment. Like, you know? we were all 
raised we're all in the same generation we all raised the same way we were all on basically somewhat similar timeline so it's (laughs) like we all have that mutual understanding of why we need these settings and why we need this you know thing to bond us we understand that that's why people are like that but at the same time in the back of our brains we all are thinking the same thing of like why can't why can't we just not have this you know and it's really rare to have someone speak out and be like let's just not do that you know and that's why like once again like with this movement like as they're saying like finally you know i'm saying you're you're our person that's like to be the outspoken to be like we are all mutually thinking we don't want this phone in the you know what i'm saying like Right. So why don't we just get rid of it? And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. someone said it out loud. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. So we'll now just we go with do it. it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's exactly. Do it. exactly. Well, yeah. it's, uh, like, that's how uh, a lot of the times like human ideas work. It's like in the beginnings. Well, my mom actually, because my mom is like my fan since day one, like nice. always supported me or whatever. And dope um, moms, from right. the dude, dope moms. <laughs> let's go. So thankful. So thankful. But um, back in the day, she would say that when I was talking about reconnect, she would say it's a little seed like you just planted it. And so, like seeds, like it, they're 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 d- more delicate. So, like if you think about it, like a human idea as a seed. So, like the idea mm-hmm. of reconnect, when you first say it, it's gentle. Like, like if you step on a newly grown plant, it's going to be a lot a lot more damaged than like if you step on an oak tree. Like, an oak mm-hmm. tree is not even going to be affected. True. So, um, <clears throat> back in the day, when someone would attack my idea, I would be so hurt by it because I I was so unsure in myself about mm-hmm. it as well. Yeah. And so now, now it feels a little bit more like it's a small tree or something because it's like, you know, I don't get the same, like when I explain it to someone and, and they don't get it, you don't or feel they're like, what? I don't feel as discouraged because yeah. I know that it's grown and I know that you guys are with me as well. So like human ideas just need energy from others as well. And it, it just takes time. But um, yeah. one of the things I wanted to say was the, uh, an effect or the reason is we have all these barriers or a reason for like this you know party situation and like how whenever we go to a party about alcohol it's like you, no one can talk mm-hmm. not being able to mingle or conversate we have all these barriers between connecting in our generation so like we're we're all addicted to these social media apps and so th- it, they use the excuse of like talking to other people to like addict us and so we are at but we're at, at the end of the day we're actually using them to connect so we're using Snapchat to connect and we had a whole episode on all the barriers that are on Snapchat mm-hmm. to actually connect with another human. You know, we have like Instagram to know about people's lives and mm-hmm. there's all those barriers on that. And then we also have the barrier of like getting used to talking over these modes of communication. So then once we come into actual conversation in person, we get this social anxiety. And so there's that barrier of social anxiety that's been created. And then there's the barrier of like, well, to get rid of the social anxiety, we either use the barrier apps or mm-hmm. we drink, or which creates the, the yeah. other barrier. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is the barrier you were saying, which is like, are you being yourself with me? Are you drunk? Mm. Like I can't actually connect with you. And so that all is adding up and making it really hard for us to connect and conversate. And, um, the reason that we can't just like up and do it, just, uh, just get back. Well, like, like parents will say, just get off your phone and hang out. Mm -hmm. Cause when they were kids, it was so different. They don't get Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But, um, it's because conversation takes literal practice. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I got my flip phone was because I noticed that I was getting out of practice in conversation wow. when I was using smart, when I was using Snapchat and Instagram. So like we have a whole generation that's out of practice of conversation. So that's not like the world's ending. It's just like, yeah. we have to just talk yeah, and reconnect. And because we cannot talk with smartphones present, we just can't, we yeah. cannot like connect the same way. And so that's what reconnect is, is like, 
let's practice talking. And like you said, like you already felt energized. You could talk about it for a week. And also you were already more willing to leave your phone away. And, um, and I think that I I can put this up, um, on the video as well. I have to make some notes on like what I'm going to (laughs) insert in there. But what you were talking about of how like we'll be outside of class and um waiting to go inside yeah so everyone will be on their phone yeah so like i can have like a conversation with someone or someone stops me like in the middle in between class and they want to say something and like you're in tune with that person for like that quick moment and all you hear is like a buzz on your phone and then you your your energy shifts from that Mm -hmm. person to that phone and as soon as you're done with your with your phone and you try to get back to that person it's like a big disconnection versus Mm -hmm. like if you were already talking with that person without your phone and you disconnect, like for example, in the event we, we would like walk, they would walk to go like on a hike and then come back. Mm -hmm. You still, your energy still like is, is the same. Nothing changes or, um, it got even like that conversation got even deeper than what it was Mm -hmm. five seconds ago. Like it's, it's a big barrier. Yeah. Um, I think that, since it's so it's so scary to be the first one and it's so scary to be the only one mm-hmm. like like Z was saying and I've experienced this too when you go to that party that's completely void of anybody connecting and you're just like walk in you're yeah. like like I know people that fucking watch us are going to relate to that like going into a party they, the yeah. they walk in and it's like no one's but talking no one what do I do exactly and Co- it takes that one to make that move yeah. and then in that instance I was the one to make that move exactly I was and like you were judged song. and I was you know they were side eye yeah side eye but you know and i was like i i came here to have fun yeah mm-hmm. exactly. i came here on the premise of having a good time mm-hmm. you know and then intentions too like that also varies because some people come with the intention of i'm just gonna drink yep mm-hmm. i don't want to talk to anybody mm-hmm. you know but why <laughs> but why would you come to something yeah. where you know yeah. there's people yeah they, you know people want to go like, to connect but people it, want yeah. we all like i was saying like we all are thinking it we all want to talk to that person across the room but it's like just do it but it's not as, you know, it's easier said than done, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm also like, for me, I'm also the type of person that reads the room or like take in people's energy. Like I mm-hmm. ad- adapt from people's energy. So if I'm walking into that room and everyone is just, you know, standing dead. in the corner dead, I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. And uh, it's like probably a bad habit and I probably should be like, you know, working yeah, on yeah, it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, but like yeah. at the same time, um, if everyone is jumping up and their energy is high and packed and then my energy starts to shift and I'm like high and like, whoa, like, yes. Yeah. And then like, it's just, mm-hmm. just depends on like what everyone is. Yeah. How everyone is feeling. Cause I just adopt from, from the room. I think this might be a good time to introduce, uh, a really general and um, universal analogy for uh, this whole movement and this whole idea that I actually came up with for the Pachakasha speech that I gave like two years ago, three years ago. Um, I actually gave it during COVID on Zoom, which is interesting, for the first time. Um, And then I did it again after, and it was in person, but like no one was there because it was still out from COVID. But um, it's this analogy and... My mom actually um, helped me come up with it, and it's called the savanna. So, like, imagine you have, like, a savanna and, like, an ecosystem, and there's a herd of antelope, like, roaming and grazing on the savanna, and, um, you know, they are contributing to their own ecosystem by roaming on the savanna. Mm -hmm. So then imagine someone went into the savanna and introduced feed bins to the savanna. 
then the antelopes would like get all their feeding from the bins. They'd stay by the bins. Mm -hmm. They don't need to roam and graze. And so in turn, the ecosystem dies because they're no longer contributing and everything needs to be contributing in order for it to survive. Mm -hmm. So then the feed bins actually destroy the ecosystem just because they're not. So, um, wow. Yeah, and that's what we have experienced. That's literally what we're doing. So yeah. we've experienced feed bins for socializing. Wow. So socializing used to be get gotten from a, a thriving ecosystem of mm. people socializing, but now it's actually been delegated to these feed bins, which are phones, and um, it's it's destroyed the ecosystem. So mm. like, if you think about it, it makes sense because the parents that we have lived in the savannah. So I call what we live in now the wasteland because oh, it's definitely a wasteland. It's, yeah. it's a wasteland of connection because no yeah. one everyone's at everyone's just getting it from this feed bin. And dude, it's so ominous to think about. Mm -hmm. Like like the way it's dark. It's like we're all isolated. We're alone. Mm -hmm. All we have is this feed bin of fucking cornmeal. Yeah. Like we're not we're it's not the same thing too. Exactly. Like, and we're not hunting. We're not we're not going and chasing after it. We're not being human. We're not like doing what is natural wow. and um and so like that's just a general analogy but parents that are literally the parents that are parenting us like your mm -hmm. mom like get off your damn phone like mm -hmm. it's for her she doesn't understand what it's like to walk into a party and no one knows how to have a conversation right, yeah like that's something we experience and we don't know anything different because we we that's grew all up we, know. we lost yeah exactly like smart smartphones or most people got their smartphones or I want to say like middle school. middle school. Most people middle yeah. school. Like I got my first one in like eighth grade. Yeah. And yeah. but still they were around. Like video games were around. Mm -hmm. iPod touches were around even before then. But like pure no phones. Like life was like ended for us. Like you know mid uh, mid middle school yeah. or like uh, late elementary yeah. school or like early high school. Mm -hmm. And um, so we don't really know much different. So we can't call it out. But our parents, mm -hmm. like, if let's say, We've seen it all. So like, okay, yeah. this is another another layer on top of like our disconnect. So like, we have we're experiencing all this disconnect from like all this you know out of practice and conversation, drinking apps, you know, all this stuff, feed bins, and then we go to our parents and we're like, you know, really struggling whether it's with social anxiety, anxiety, depression, loneliness, and all your parents can say is, well, go outside and talk to people. Well, just go right. go make friends. Go, go make friends. And yeah. They but, don't understand. But, but no. it's, I, it, we are that, in a wasteland. In that, I find it so like funny because they're saying it, you know, easier said than done. But it's really that fucking easy. Like it is. It is. It is. We're just mm -hmm. making it hard because we're in our head. Yeah. You All know, and we have the social anxiety because yeah. it really is like it is that easy. And my mom's like. If I'm bored, put out. You should literally be like, you know, as you put down that damn phone, go outside. Get on the damn phone. And I'm like, <laughs> shit. And I'll actually turn off my phone, go walk outside, and just sit on a hammock that easy. and talk to her while she gardens. Like, mm -hmm. it really is that fucking easy. And that's why they say it like that. And we get frustrated because yeah. it's like you don't understand. And you don't because they don't. And you know because they grew up differently than we did. And you got to give them that benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, they're telling it to us because it is that easy. Well, I want to make a clarification because it's not easy. It's simple. So like uh, working out, working out is simple. True. It's mm -hmm. not easy. All you got to do is do 25 push-ups four times every day. That's simple. That's simple. And <laughs> if you do it every day for a year, you'll be jacked. That's super simple. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's not easy. It's like, not easy getting started either. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's not easy getting started, getting off your like phone to hang out with people either. Door. Yeah. The hardest part, I've always said it to my mom about like anything because on the gym subject, that's how she is. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I always say I always tell her I'm like the hardest thing to do is to start. Yep. But once you start, you're good. Like yeah, you just get go. going. Like it guess picks up <laughs> and guess what started. Reconnect, like, baby. The hardest thing is to start. And I can't imagine, you know, you're sitting there and you're you're in your brain about like all the kinks you would have to work out and oh, but what do I do? Like how would I combat if somebody cross that bridge when you get there? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Precisely. oh, you know, like all those worries of okay, well what if they don't agree with my idea? Or what if we go to an event and there's one person in the event that is like not in the same headspace as everybody else? You will cross that bridge when you get there. Yep. But all you got to do is start. Yep. All you got to do is just put that out it. there. <laughs> just you got to fucking do it. Yeah. Well, same thing for you. You yeah, you I were probably terrified at first was, to go. I was like, I'm not a like, I'm not really good at like just meeting new people. Like, that's one thing like that I'm like in my shell about. Like, it's just I don't know. <laughs> can, I, can I say something but really quick before yeah, you continue? Yeah. You're not not good at meeting new people. <laughs> you live in the wasteland mm-hmm. and you're you just it's it's simple. It's yeah. not easy, but you totally are a person that can meet new people. Mm-hmm. Look at what you did this past weekend. Exactly. But we all live in this environment that makes it so much harder yeah. to do that. Like I bet most pe- a lot of people would say the same thing about themselves, mm-hmm. but they really they're not good at We meeting. can all do it. Yeah. We can do all it. do it. It just we just need to be put in the right environment for yeah. it. So actually reconnect and this is the last piece of the analogy and then i'll let you continue what you're saying so i don't mean to cut you off but like reconnect is replanting the savannah like that's what we're doing we're showing people how to replant it and like make it thrive again so Mm -hmm. yeah so like um i i don't know i just thought like well going back to before what i was saying now that i feel different thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because i was was saying like yeah i just don't know how to really meet new people like that's just out of my out of like just me in general so like Mm -hmm. for me it just took like because every day i feel like my mind is always racing like that's one thing my mind is just always racing so sometimes it gets to a point where you're just like okay like let me just shut this down and just go and Mm -hmm. what what could be the worst thing like what could be the worst like scenario so sometimes i always like i'm always like what's like the worst thing that would happen if i do this like nothing there shouldn't be a problem like usually it's nothing it's It's usually nothing if you're like in a room people and you're Oh, but the worst thing that could happen is what? Someone called you weird? Yeah. I don't know you. Someone is just not going to say anything, like, you know? Yeah, and to go off your point about, like, you know, if you're saying things like, oh, but that's not me, or, like, that's not... I feel like our, in this age especially, like, this time period of our lives, nothing is definite about our identity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So So true. For you to say, you know, you can control your own narrative. You... I, I live in a state of delusion. Delusion is manifesting. But it's it's really like, you know, if I I can go all of my life of saying that, oh, I'm quiet. Oh, I'm shy. I'm shy. And if everyone's feeding into that same, like, narrative of me, I'm going to think that that's who I am. Precisely. But it's me. Mm-hmm. It's who I choose to be. If I wake up one day and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be shy. I'm not shy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really just, it's in it's in your own head in a sense. So it's like, you know, you can tell yourself that, oh, I'm not a really outgoing person. Mm-hmm. You can be whoever you want to be. If yeah. you want to, if yeah. you want to be an outgoing person, then be that. It's crazy because at one point in my life, I was an outgoing person, and there's not and like I was like nothing. What changed? Nothing. Yeah. Them phone, the damn phone. See, really? was it actually it that? Was them damn phones. When did you? What and was the moment you noticed? <laughs> so like, um, so growing up, uh, my parents didn't allow me to have a phone. Um, that was just like a big no-no. So I wasn't one of those. I kind of got mine a little late. I'd probably say like 
I mean, middle school is probably not late, but I've had middle school is like tech by yeah. our timeline. Yeah. It's like yeah. allegedly but late. I had vivid yeah. memories of like uh, when I was in elementary school, like kids had phones, so mm-hmm. I was just never the one to have phones. It was it was crazy, and I always like blame my parents for like why like I'm not up to date with everything, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but. Um, so the then, disguise. so then I was always the one like talk to people. Like I'm always the one like the outgoing person, just getting in tune with everyone. Really good at meeting people. Um, anxiety never hit at that point, but I would say like the moment I got my phone and I was so like I was so ready to download Instagram and like get Snapchat. Like as like middle school and high school, I was ready to see what was going on because i was always the one that was lost when someone was like yeah this person posted this and i'm like oh like i don't have instagram for Mm -hmm. like what's going on so ever since that and then like you know instagram is just like a big no no like that's when like you know i started like comparing like it it got to really i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. get too deep but like you know dark places yeah dark places so like um and then I want to say the big cherry on top is COVID because I was inve- like I was consuming so much of the media that it got and then like I I was isolated. I didn't talk to anyone. Like I didn't want to talk to anyone. So like um when when we slowly got back out there and like my senior year was done and I got here to college, you know, you're you're going into an environment where like I'm I'm literally not going with anyone I know. So I'm j- it's just me. Like I'm the one that's just going to have to put myself out there. Mm. So like that just kind of like why I, like I changed into like a whole like in my head type of a person because it was just from the moment I got my phone wow. everything mm-hmm. changed yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I was always ready to like see what was going on in the internet what's going on with my friends you know I was always in my room consuming their like life and and celebrities life and then just got in my head and then ever since then I've been in my head about everything and then that's when my anxiety started to form and it's just really bad from there but Wow, yeah. I was I was really a, a outgoing person, which I I like wish I can get back to that. Like you can, me, but I can. You can. You are. You already are. You're going to reconnect with your inner child, like your old Darnisha. Yeah, yeah no. With that yes. Like from the moment, like the little beetle that like fascinated me, like I felt like my inner self. Like I don't. That's oh crazy. my god, that's <laughs> amazing! <laughs> no, please yeah. share. Yeah. No, share. Yeah. Okay, so like, yeah. So, like, little things like that used to fascinate me as a child, you know, before, like, the phones and everything. Like, I was so, like, in love with nature. Like, I love playing, like, outside with my friends during recess. Like, that was, I found joy in that. And, like, I felt like I lost my sense of joy for, like, little things. Like, like I would have never thought, like, a beetle would, like, that's, that was, like, the last thing on my <laughs> in my mind. So, like, when when you know we were all like everyone was like hurting around i was like what's going on what, what's like what's happening and I, I saw the beat i was like wow like this is insane like, it was this, actually so cool like, it's too. So it was kind of cool. cool to watch like nature and action yeah, like, like, it's not on a wow. documentary it's right there <laughs> right in front of me so i kind of felt that happiness that i was seeking for for a really long time like that pure like it wasn't like a fake mask like hi like okay like you know i don't know That's, how to really yeah. put in words like it was genuine. It was genuine. It was yeah. real. Yeah. It's good. Reconnecting with your inner child is like so important to me. I'm an advocate for that through and through. I am 20 years old and I own coloring books. I mm. like. I'm 20 I, year olds and I climb trees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's so important to like still do those things because I'm. Who's to say that you have to? Oh well, you're older, so you can't be doing you that. Can't be doing Bullshit. it. No, because Bullshit. those are those are the same people that are angry. Those are the same people that are like. Yep borderline you know miserable miserable, and bitter and judgy and and it's so like 
kids, that time period of your life is so important because you're just a sponge. You're taking in everything, you know, there's no, you're, it's like before you get, you know, uh, acclimated to like roles and do this and do that, yeah. you know, but it's, it's important to just keep in touch with your inner child. Like 100%. that's something that I actively work on every single day. If I can, <coughs> like, I don't care what it is. And then even little stuff like, you know, pieces of technology that mm. I remember only having as a kid, I'm going to go do that research and Etch get sketch. that. Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah. Etch-a-Sketch. Etch Etch <laughs> Dude, I can no. fuck up an Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen Elf, the Christmas movie yeah. with Will Ferrell? <laughs> when he did like the oh, Mona Lisa yeah. on the yeah. Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, I'm just like, how can you do that? Because I remember Those owning one and yeah, I could tried not it? draw, like, I couldn't draw anything. Like I was so frustrated. It's I was super basically hard. Every like time I saw Elf, something. You know, yeah. nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. No, when well, I saw that, I was so impressed. I was like, how did he do that? Like, <laughs> Also, as a kid, you're not like, you don't realize it's movie magic. You're like, oh my God, how did he use the yeah. sketch to draw the Mona Lisa? <laughs> like, like, so you actually think it. Like, like, he actually sat there yeah. and made the Mona Lisa and yeah. then they recorded it. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I remember like, uh, there was one time, do you guys remember the scene where he decorates uh, the girl? Zoe Acker, I think is the actress's name. Mm -hmm. I don't remember her name in the I don't movie. I don't remember the movie either. But um, she, uh, his she, love interest. Yeah, the love interest. He he goes in and, and gift wraps like her whole work and Christmas is up the whole place because he went there and she works as like an elf at this retail store. And yeah. he's like, this is a disgrace of Christmas. <laughs> and so he goes and he actually Christmases it the fuck up. And um, he's there in the middle of the night and um, he's like rolling around like a ninja, like dozing the security guard to like Christmas everything yeah. up. I remember as a kid, I was like, how is he doing all of that? How did he decorate it all by himself? How did he build those Legos? And then my my dad was like, oh, yeah, I bet it was really tough with all 30 of that cr film crew helping Ooh, him. And I was yeah. just like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. destroying the, the magic, why though. Like, like, why, why are you ruining the magic, man? That. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but um, but yeah, it's um, I forgot where we, where we got how we got here. But well, we were talking <laughs> about um, I asked, you know, what made Darnisha shift from being so outgoing oh, yeah. as a kid to being. Mm -hmm social anxiety and, and worried about, and she was talking about like the transferring moment as a child, you right. know, transitioning into middle school. And that was like the core moment. And I was talking about how it's good to keep up with your inner child and don't let that die. Like, and then on top of that, ahead, I feel yeah. like schools, especially high schools, they put that like, that narrative, like you're about to be an adult, like you, you're gonna have to figure out what you're gonna have to yeah. do. Like it's no fun and games. It's never, yep. for, 